Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 182, Episode 4 of The Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It is Thursday, April 29th, 2021. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. It's driving me out of my mind Hearing them argue for gun rights It's driving me out of my head Shoot Hmm. us, kill us, bill us Wrong move, you're dead Gun culture's poison Poison, 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 poison there you go. Never trust a beat cop with a smile. All right, that's it. <laughs> uh, that is courtesy of Rap Bohemian. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. I am Miles. Miles Gray was a wonk back in the day. I'm a gamer. I'm a chef <laughs> and a pretty good podcast. I'm a comic. I make beats. I'm everything between, and yes, I do smoke weed exceptionally. (laughs) Thank you to Hank Scipio, that Meredith Brooks fucking banger. You know what I mean? Well done. I mean, that that really does sum you up. Thanks for me a chef. Yeah, he nailed it. I I never thought about being a chef. You know, like, I just, I like to cook. I don't look at it. You know, if that makes me a chef, then so be it. You know? That's how I. That's how I always. Put it. <laughs> that's a. That's a really awesome thing for like an actual chef to say. If that makes me a chef, if then, that you know, I've 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 only looked at it as nourishing others in my community. And if look, that I'd be doing it either way. A chef, uh, and, and so be it. Just like food. <laughs> All right. Well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the brilliant, the talented Kate. Right. Hey, hey, hey. Wow. Hi. Thanks Hi. for having me. Oh my god. Thank you for, Thank you for being here. It's an honor and a privilege. With your yellow vibes. I'm here yeah. to bring I'm here to bring yellow vibes. Yes. I love it. I love it. It's healing. It's healing. You invented yellow, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Right. That's I forgot about that. You did invent uh, yellow. I invented yellow, yeah. Yeah. That was well, me. We appreciate it. Yeah. It's a good you were color. like, I'm First, it was red and orange, and I said no. Yeah, I was like, I was like, you know, I'm just spitballing here. Like, right. What, what if we tried? Bring them yellow. together. Yeah. I got some ideas. How about this? Red, orange, yellow, blue, green, indigo, violet. I don't know. Let's let's just go off of that. Yeah, what I can't. We... I don't claim the whole Roy G. Biv. Like, yeah, right. just yellow. That was yeah. me. Like, it was a whole bunch of people coming up with a bunch of stuff. Um, right. With without you, they would just be Rog Biv. Right. Oh yeah. It wouldn't yeah. be Roy. It Thank doesn't you. roll off the tongue. Yeah. Hey, where are you uh coming from? Where are you br- zooming to us from? I'm here in LA in Echo hey. Park. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. We got a we got a little heat wave coming. The next we do. Days. Do oh, we? It's weird. Tomorrow Yay. it's supposed to get. It's supposed to hit the high 80s, 90s Thursday mm. or today. To, to wow. The reality of the show <laughs> today and tomorrow Thursday and Friday. Oh hell yeah! Wow, I gotta hit Wonder. the beach. Yeah. Exactly. This is the weather portion of the show that we do up top. Yeah. Just really quick, man. Just want to make sure all the locals know <laughs> time to get the suns out, the guns or buns or whatever you want to yeah, put yeah. your, you know, exposed to the, the sun's rays. Miles heard Letterman made his big break as a weatherman. As a weatherman. And, they all do. Uh, yeah. Was Will Ferrell also a weatherman? I feel Probably. like Probably. I yeah. mean, it's 
and my uncle was a weatherman in Omaha, Nebraska. He was like the only black man to be the weatherman in Omaha, <laughs> to ever be in time. Omaha. <laughs> he said the only other black dude he knew was the janitor at the at the TV station. Wow. Wow. But everyone, everyone starts off with weather. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Kate, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a few of the things we're talking about today. Uh, we're going to talk about the Republicans having a, a tough time with their vaccine PR. Uh, we'll talk about Trump uh, gearing up to do rallies again. We, we've long suspected that Trump is Zeitgang and listens to the show. And he heard yesterday's episode where we were saying, is he slipping a little bit? Is yeah. he uh, out of sight, out of mind? No longer relevant. And uh, he, he has responded. We're going to talk about the Zoom effect, the effect of seeing our faces on Zoom constantly. Uh, we're going to talk about, speaking of uh, vaccine PR, the number one spokesperson for vaccines, uh, Joe Rogan. And I just wanted to, there, there's this new report on Facebook from the uh, MIT Technology Review and like just the impossibility of getting them to do the right thing. And I think those stories kind of tie in together because Spotify is like backing Joe Rogan on the basis that he is extremely profitable. So we'll talk about that, uh, all of that, plenty more. But first, Kate, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Okay, so I wanted to be like completely transparent and it's not that exciting, but sure. I just this morning I Googled Capricorn. Okay. And something about me is that I love astrology a lot, but I only know like my own sign and I don't really know about other signs. I'm a cancer. I could tell you a lot about cancers. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like I know a lot about my own sign, but I don't know a lot of like other signs. And I'm trying to get to know my full chart a little bit better. So I'm a Cancer Sun. I'm a Capricorn Moon. And I saw a meme about Capricorns and I was like trying to relate to the meme. But I forgot <laughs> like what I forgot, like, you know, what Capricorns are all about. I didn't know if it was like a fire sign or a water sign or an air sign. So I was trying to Google Capricorn. And I think I just like I didn't I ended up not actually learning anything because I must have gotten distracted. But. I did yeah. Google Capricorn this morning. You see, almost you almost forgot about Capricorn culture, is what you're saying. I'm like trying to get more involved in Capricorn culture. Mm -hmm. That's sort of like on my 2021 vision board. Okay. Sick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I'm. What is it? What are the broad strokes for a Capricorn? I think it's like. My, okay, I'm not an expert. Clearly, I had yeah, to. The, I had none to of Google us are, it. including the people that say they are. It's well, yeah. <laughs> It's okay. Like it's, I know it's all like fake, but I know that like fake things are real, you know? Yeah. No, I've not. Like, yeah. We, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. have this conversation all the time. Like, listen, we get it. It's not science, but some of us vibe. But okay? I vibe on it. Okay. The Capricorn, <laughs> I think is like, you're very organized and you're like getting your shit together and you're like doing homework. And like, oh, is that like the beginning of the year? Is that a January thing? I think. I don't know. Cause it's not my sun sign. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, so did you not know. hear? It's not her sun sign, dude. I don't know what. What's that Come mean? On. Your sun oh, yeah, sign so, is oh, your shit. main one. That's why you said that. I thought of my mom for being organized, and she's a Capricorn. Wow. Okay. So I think See? like your sun sign is like who you really are, and your like moon sign is like the face that you show the world or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I think. So I'm a Capricorn moon. So people must really think I'm like super on it. 
Yeah. Super organized. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I'm just just trying to get by is what I should yeah. do. As a non like zodiac enthusiast, I've always associated Capricorn with uh like some sort of garnish. I think because I'm combining like capers and corn yeah, in my head. Yeah. So that's where I'm coming from. Uh so uh lest you think you are not an expert, uh I, I will upstage your lack of expertise. I would with... eat I'd eat capers and corn. Yeah, yeah. caper corns. I I eat a caper corn. Apricot corn hybrid, Capricorn. Yeah, it could be. Capri- yeah. Oh, a caper go. apricot corn hybrid. Yeah, I'm into that. That would taste weird as shit. Yeah, that but would taste you know bad. What? We, but these are the look. We just do it at home. Get yourself some frozen corn, some capers, and apricot juice. Blend that up and let us know how that tastes. You just fucked up uh, Capricorns for me because apricot is the one flavor. You know how there are the people who are like, "Oh, I hate cilantro. It tastes like shampoo to me." Yeah, that's how that's how I am with apricot. I I do not. I've never what? once enjoyed an apricot flavor. Um. Yeah, but if there's just... soup, I've had a really ripe apricot that I've I've I vibed with. Yeah, I probably didn't like it. I uh, wow. wouldn't have enjoyed it. Well, this is why we're probably not going to be recording in physical proximity to each other ever again. Yeah, we keep finding stuff like this out about each other. Damn, yeah. Miles just made the throat slashing gesture at me. That was... I did Yikes. the Eastern Promises one. <laughs> the two fingers to your windpipe. The two fingers to either side of the windpipe. Which... I, I love apricots. Okay, <laughs> leave me alone. Thank God, Kate. You want to do a daily? You want to do a daily podcast? <laughs> yeah, I'm free every day. Wait, but you got your morning. Do you still do your morning show? I do. I do. We do. Yeah, me and my husband Jack. We do a morning show on Twitch every weekday. Your oh, husband shit. Jack. Hold yes. on. Yes. What the. Fuck? Miles, I've got this. something to tell you. Yeah. No, that's Jack AM, right? That's yeah, yeah. Jack AM. Yeah. Classic. Exactly. Classic, classic in the podcast live streaming universe. Yeah, yeah. Groundbreaking. Uh people should check it out. What is uh what's something I just check out all Jack culture. So that's uh right. that's why I'm up yeah. on it. Yeah. His his radios, all the stations are dialed to Jack FM. Jack FM, yep. yeah. Yeah. Yep. With his <laughs> stupid ass interstitials. Yeah. Um, if people don't know Jack FM in LA, the interstitials like Jack FM, your mom's gonna want you to turn this up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, it's what? like, whoa, hold on. Uh oh, yeah, yeah. you got me there. No, yeah. Jack FM like those stings are uh my ringtones. Anytime I, <laughs> my phone rings, it's a different one of those. What is something you think is overrated, Kate? Uh okay, the number four twenty. Mm. Okay, okay. It's, this is kind of a hot take, but it ties into what I think is underrated, mm. which is the number sixty nine. Yeah, I think we talk about four twenty a lot. Listen, I love weed. I smoke it pretty much every day in okay. some form. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think in in terms of like funny numbers and like good numbers, I think sixty nine is way better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. way better. Four twenty, like no one can get a straight story on what it even means. Like, is it like the police code for weed? Like, or is it something else? Was it those else? old friends from the northwest who yeah, started it? The, yeah, that group of friends. Like, who cares? Like, no one knows. It's not a clear backstory. It's like confusing. It's I'm like. 69 is so you funny. get exactly what you're looking at. Yeah. 69 <laughs> is funny. Like it's one of those things where like I'll be on Reddit and a upvote, I'll be I'll see something at 68 and I'll be like, "Ah." Uh, <laughs> you got you know, it. Maybe I'm going to get that to 69 and then 420, <laughs> you just kind of see and you're like, huh. 
and then you keep moving. Like there's a little more mischief involved with 69 than 420. I, this is coming from somebody who, again, you heard my AKA. I love the weed. I have a fucking yeah. podcast called 420 Day Fiance, but it's not because I think this shit is like the funniest thing. It's just like shorthand for weed. Yeah. But yeah. whenever I show see your the 420 two, chest piece, Miles, show it. Oh, I'm actually getting it lasered off. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. It's, a, it's a whole it's a whole story. Yeah. It's, a it's becoming like beer o'clock, right? Like it's it, well, Joe, wasn't it? I think I was saying Joel Kim Booster. I think posted something about how at 420, especially like the holiday, because we just had the you know, quote unquote holiday or whatever. The day 420 feels like very specifically millennial, and will probably end with us because like now that we're in a world where there's recreational legal weed, right. it's not as countercultury. And I even find myself like having to. I did so much work on four. I've never worked harder on 420 in my life this last year. Oh yeah, when, you were. I'm like, like <laughs> I was on like 900 live streams because I've re- yeah. distilled my whole identity to weed and like, yo, you gotta come here, smoke this, and talk about this. But it's it, like you were doing it, a 24 hour phone marathon, like Lamont's like, of yeah. weed smoking. Uh, it was just too much. But I think it does feel like now that it's gone, like it's not like, yo, we could get we can get kicked out of fucking everywhere for this shit. Now it's just like, can you smoke weed over there? It's it's, right. it's yeah. losing its thing. I think there was a time when 420 like had a lot of magic to it, especially like when we were younger, you know, I was like, when I found out about 420, I was like, oh my God, like that's a funny number. Let's say it all the time. Let's put it in our AIM screen names, you know, (laughs) like, but now, now as I mature and weed is legal, yeah, it's, it's lost some of the magic and I'm way more into 69 these days and yeah. Yeah. 69 so, is way funnier. 666, where would you put that on the one? Oh wow. 666 like might be number 2 behind 69. Yeah, I think so. It's 666 cool. is great. 66.6 you know like any variation of 666. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. that I think about what your take is, it's really about the offense that it causes. Right. Uh, because we live in a very puritanical society, the idea of 69ing right. can you can can cause an older person to be oh 69 and 666 we got the whole satanic panic but again weed it's just not it's lost weeds lost that sort of ability to to access people's pearl clutching reflex yeah the edge isn't there the edge isn't there sorry grandma 69 is happening whether you like it or not (laughs) yeah (laughs) so is do people like make a big deal of june 9th like does that come into play That's why I wanted to bring this up because I wanted to like soft pitch this to you guys. Like, what if we did make June 9th, like 69 day and we like kind of like started. It could start right here on this podcast episode. Maybe a campaign to get everyone 69ing on 69 or just celebrating 69 culture, which is, you know, mutually beneficial joy. Yeah. And, you know, come. Sexual liberation. It's all about it's all about dual come dual power yeah. um and now you know fuck d-day what the who gives a shit about june 6th you know what i mean yeah <laughs> wait, 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 june 9th oh my bad june 9th i'm thinking of june 6th june ni- wait six nine see i'm so bad with numbers june 9th what happened anything good i just want to make sure we're not uh we're not uh i don't want to step on another the it's athenian like, wait, coup of 411 it, bc and wow. Nero oh, shit, took his right. own life in AD 68 i do celebrate day. the athenian coup Wow. Um, isn't 420 also like Hitler's birthday? Yeah. That- yeah, 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 yeah. So and- that's I guess we need something to overshadow that a little bit. But yeah, the, the Nazis already fuck with 420. I'm not saying like end 420 the holiday. I'm just saying like, let's build up 
June. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of for ending 420 as a holiday. It's because it's not a it's not really a holiday. You right. know what I mean? It's and plus I'm at this point. Most of us now who are like used to be like, yeah, man, 420. I mean, we're smoking weed to fucking get by. So yeah. it's yeah. not the same shit where it's like times are hard. Yeah, exactly. We need it now. Like, yeah, every day. I don't. I think 420 is great, and we should continue to take it back from the Nazis. But I, I do like this idea of uh, number tonight. ranks. Yeah, it's yeah it's plummeting in yeah. terms of value. Yes, May Fourth being uh, bringing up the rear. I'm assuming uh, May the Fourth be with you. Yeah. With you. Um, yeah, that that can that's fine. Yeah, that can, you know, <laughs> that can, can go stay. die somewhere. I mean, I uh, don't celebrate that one because I'm like not a Star Wars fan, but. Right. I celebrate that one by 69ing. Uh, that's kind of yeah. a weird thing. Uh, you can celebrate uh, any <laughs> holiday by 69ing. That's the beauty yeah. of 69. Yeah. Is, is, but I think it needs its own day, you know, like it needs yeah, yeah. six. I mean, it's so it's right there in the in the numbers. Six, right. nine. And yeah, June 9th is is lacking. Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, like what actually, you know, like there's not something huge happening. There's like a lot of historical things happening around that date, but nothing where you're like, all oh, right, six, nine. Right. So it's and like it's we beginning. need a we need a holiday at that time. Like, yeah, like a month before like Fourth of July ish. Like, let's like have a holiday on June 9th. It's a good time for it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it is like kind of the beginning of horny season, the beginning yeah. of like horny summer, summer horny yeah. summer vibes. Like, let's have a horny. We have no horny holidays. Like, I guess yeah. Valentine's yeah. What's the horny Day high holiday. Valentine's Day is like the only horny holiday we have, and that I don't consider it. And that's like, laborious. No. It's yeah. like that's like that's like if that's ho- the horniest we have, like we can do better. It's you yeah. know what this is perfect because it's the solstice this year is June twentieth. And you need like 11 days just to warm your body up for official horny season. So 6-9, you 6-9, get ready for June 20th. Longest day. Yeah. I mean, the longest day to 69. Yeah. Let's have some babies born nine months. Actually, I guess not. Mouse babies. I don't know. Yeah, Mouth, yeah. You, you can't have a baby from six nine. That's why it's that's, also that's it's also great, what's great. About it's what's it. great about it. <laughs> there you go. Why do you want to have one of those? Yeah. Let's let's keep it mouth baby only. Yeah, that sounds like a Yahoo Answers question. Get pregnant from sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What is uh? I mean, I don't think I have to ask what's something that's underrated. I think we just are. That was it. it that was it. Yeah. The relation between 420 and 69. 69. Yeah. Damn. I've been Hell thinking yeah. about this a lot. Like, I'm I'm very passionate about it. Yeah. It's been on my mind. Yeah. They make it look as not, they are numbers that make you laugh. But in terms of raw power, like yeah. you could power a, a car off of 69. Not I mean, six, 69 is it transcends even being a number. Like, it is a picture, it's a painting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, I think of like the first time my friend Ty, he was like a few years older than me. He told me, he's like, you know what 69 is? <laughs> I was like, what? You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. this, this is how you learn about shit when you're a kid. Yeah. And I was like, what the, what's that? He goes, it's a, so he's like, he's like, okay, so here's a six and a nine. And I was right. like, all right. And then he like, but then he took them and he like tried to manipulate them. So yeah. the, the tail of the six and the nine, they like went into each other. He's like, and then that's like when you both do that. Stuff. And I'm like, okay, but what is, yes. what is head? Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is very early on in my life. I was like, okay, got that part. 
Um, but I don't know what these other things. So she like about blows her. on it. What a blow uh, job! Like so, there's wow. honey. Like I, you, I really. <laughs> took it's that so shit crazy what the. It's so crazy when you're like a kid and you find out what blow jobs are. I remember yeah. being just like, that's not real. Like that's a joke. Like, who does? Like, that's stupid. That's where the pee pee goes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in your mouth. I was like so mm. blown away, and yeah, you know, it's 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 forever funny. It's yeah. forever funny. It is. It's a fun, like, uh, catching your parents having sex, gross. Catching your parents 69 <laughs> like, there's not, like, that's funny. You can't, you gotta just wait, be like, so you would, Wait, would you rather catch your parents 69ing or having sex? I mean, You'd rather I catch want them under the covers, but. No, like, you gotta see, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta fucking take this in with your yeah. eyes. Yeah. What's, what will cause less trauma, you think? 69 would cause less trauma. Cause you'd yeah, have a, because you'd have a funny. laugh about it. You'd have yeah, a laugh. You, have you can't not like, laugh. Yo, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Wait, Josh in the room. Okay. Ball. I'm just like, what are they? Because someone will have to say something, <laughs> right. and they're going to have genitals in their mouth. Yeah, yeah. When they're like, oh, the oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get out! Get out! Like if yeah. the bird, if the like the if the birds and the bees talk was just about sixty nine and like, <laughs> not about anything else, like actually that'd be like way less pressure. Right. Yeah, that, oh, that would be shit. a great psychological experiment, like to do where somebody just explains that as the only sex act and see like how the person grows up. You know, like yeah. there are those psychologists who like raise their kids not knowing, like never describing a color or something like right. that one pain or using yeah. the word pain and using things like sensations that's yeah. thing people try and do with language one guy that raised his kid shit. uh full klingon uh to see how that turned out cool. i mean that would i think that would create better outcomes equitable outcomes uh for people to know that it's about you know mutual satisfaction yes. right you know 1690 yeah, yeah. i think by saying that you're already establishing the relationship of this synergistic sex act where one and the the two people have to 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 supply each other with the pleasure rather than like fucking because yeah. then you then you'll go down something just searching weird porno and you'd be like oh, just just pump away and that's it exactly <laughs> getting in that good sixty nine literature and it transcends like sexuality gender like yeah. anyone can sixty nine anyone like you don't have to presume your kids are gonna be like doing you know yeah. straight straight sex yeah right it yeah, keeps yeah. it vague. Keep, no keep genital descriptions. Yo, keep your mouth vague. on their, what they got, their mouth on what you got. Yeah. That's it. That's all you and need to know. get it popping, baby. That's mm. all you need to know. And they're like, uh, Mr. Gray, we, the, we've had a lot of complaints uh, for whatever you're teaching when you're substituting in the math class. So What's well, numbers, ain't Oh, it? I got some math for you. Yeah. Okay. Six plus nine uh, equals a uh, satisfied partner. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. What are we learning about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, y'all ain't doing division yet? Okay. I forgot. I'm sorry, kids. Mm. I was just thinking the two things we've projected is a world where the Titanic doesn't sink and a world Yesterday. where 69ing yeah. is the basis for explaining all sex to be. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, Incredible. Better world. Yeah. Chills. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think we've given everyone a lot to think about. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And let's talk about just vaccines in general uh, and how the Republicans are handling the whole situation <laughs> on like, you know, what... 
the fact that there is clear science saying this is good for the country. Right. Yeah. What? So where are we at? Imagine telling your child sex is missionary style their whole lives, <laughs> and then you introduce someone called sixty ninety, and you're like, hey, "What the you? hell?" Yes. Talk to, I thought it was it was just straight boring missionary. What is this sixty nine thing? I don't know. I don't like that. This is kind of where Republicans are at with screaming at their base about how no one knows what's going on with COVID. Not even science, not even the doctors, not even the experts. So why right. are they making us do this stuff? They don't even know. I mean, if you remember, that has been like the rhetorical thrust of their entire fuck everything they've been saying this last year. Nobody know who gives it. Nobody knows anything. Right. So th there's a real problem now because on top of that, they also had, you know, Trump who almost died from the fucking virus and then refused to let people see that he got vaccinated, even though he right. told people he did. He's like, I don't want them to see my upper Under arms. cover of night. Yeah. Can you put a nuptial sheet over the my arm when the injection is given? <laughs> sort of feels like what his vibes may have been. But uh, I would have now, loved to see that just to him in like a sleeveless going in for oh, the Jack for, for the backs. We've been yeah. through enough, man. We don't need to see him in a sleeveless. <laughs> but just now, but out. if you're looking at the numbers, like clearly we're, we're the numbers are falling off in terms of inoculations and like the people who want them seem to have be in the process of getting them, which leaves a huge chunk of people who are like not fucking with it at all. And when you look at who is not getting the vaccine, if you're a vaccine skeptic, uh, you might be a Republican hey. because and male, essentially, more than anything. And when you look at how herd immunity is absolutely what we need for any semblance of, you know, the olden days uh, to come back, you know, th like that. None of that's going to happen. We have millions of these assholes who are treating the vaccine like the last chance saloon for their toxic egos to put up a fight to be like, no, see, I'm not giving into this. This is the yeah. last thing I'll do. So now. There's a thing called the Republican Doctors Caucus, where there are members of Congress who are also doctors, physicians, eugenicists, and <laughs> they are here to give a stern talking to to the Republican voters that are passing. Like, I'm good. I'm not getting that 5G shot. And I want to play this commercial for you because it's so fucking creepy that I'm already becoming a vaccine skeptic based on all these Republicans being like, hey, man, you should get the shot. So here is the message from the concerned Physicians of the Republican Party. You today, not only as a United States Senator, but as a physician concerned for the health and safety of our nation. And today I want to talk with you about oh getting your COVID vaccine. Last year, the entire world was forced to face the COVID-19 pandemic head on. And now we, the American people, have the opportunity to achieve peace of mind. And live life as free as before <laughs> by choosing to receive a COVID-19 vaccine. Okay. Everybody uh -huh. had to wear their fucking doctor's coat to remind right. you. It's like, I'm not just a racist on TV. I'm a doctor on the <laughs> oh side, God. too. I'm also a sous chef. I mean, doctor <laughs> on the side. You can tell. They um, all, like, have the same face. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have face do. blindness or do they all no, have no, the exact same face? No, no, they all face? look exactly alike. <laughs> it's wild. Like, I could have drawn all these guys before this video started. And I've never seen them before in my life. And for people who have not seen this, you can catch, you can see the link in the footnotes. But footnotes? it has, like, it feels like a sketch where you're in a dystopian world where, like, you're like, wait, y'all are believing these fucking people? Because, like, I'm already suspect of them. Like, yeah. just even though they're saying shit, I'm like, that's right. People should uh you know think about their futures and, and being healthy uh yeah. this thing is two minutes long but i just want to go they start going on by talking about like how we will get our freedoms back and they start using this freedom pitch so i just want right. to play you the, like the last 30 seconds 
The freedom to do whatever Bill Gates tells me. Yeah, exactly. Where this angry man in a lab coat tries to just softly encourage you to get your vaccination. And over 90% of doctors in the United States have already chosen to get vaccinated. I look forward to the freedom that I, along with my loved ones, will regain once the vast majority of Americans are vaccinated. If everyone does their part in the coming weeks, we will once again be able to worship together as a congregation. Gather with extended family. Okay, so yeah, there you go. They're on the freedom train. You yeah, know? we'll have freedom. You know, the freedom. And ninety percent uh, of doctors have been vaccinated. Uh-huh. I don't know if that is going to necessarily convince those people. They're not very uh, charismatic, should we say? The backdrop um, is also a giant syringe, which I don't think is the thing that you want to put forward, like at the front of your message to these people who are just clearly very scared of needles and don't like ouchies and are trying to incorporate that into their uh into like some brave political belief yeah what they need to put in the background is like a brett michaels concert (laughs) right yeah yeah like you could be here Uh it's almost like whoever made the video just searched covid clip art yeah because it's so like just fucking archaic looking but I just want to say this. Remember the guy who we just we saw in the lab coat who was like 90 percent of doctors, blah, yeah. blah, blah. His name is Senator Roger Marshall. Uh-huh. And he also, for some reason, put out an op ed uh, in the Kansas City paper today, kind of going against everything he just said in that video, uh-huh. which he's towing this weird fucking line where he's just like, I don't know if you guys know what the heck's going on, because like he had to pivot to Biden bad or everything bad. I just want to read you some excerpts from this. He says in, he talks on talking about why why are vaccination rates so low in Kansas? What's going on? Mm. He says, in fact, almost half of Kansas, Kansas adults are uncertain about getting vaccinated. Why? Because like with most information surrounding the virus, politicians and bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. have not been transparent or consistent as they share the science surrounding the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, man. You were just trying to tell people, easy, nicey, nicey, get the vaccine, yeah. get the vaccine. Then you put out your op and be like, man, these people don't know what the fuck they're doing. They have, they have these people on such off footing constantly. He then says, federal bureaucrats have changed directions with no meaningful explanation, no end game in sight, and no consistency. And blaming Anthony Fauci. It's like, were y'all, do, do you not forget you were, you were the problem? In t- you were everything you just described. You were the virus with the politicians not being transparent or consistent. Yeah, I mean, it, it does make me feel good that like all, all the times that their central message is just incompatible with survival, like it's just they can't they can't coexist like that ideology and then just like anything about a healthy community like they just can't do it. And right. So he has to completely contradict himself to to get it out there like that's got to be killing them a little bit. Right. Like just slowly on the inside. No, like doesn't that give you cancer if you're like going out there being like, and I am a doctor also, so I know that this is where (laughs) cancer comes from. Going out there saying the medical truth in like a poorly produced video, and then like screaming at the top of your lungs, "They're lying to you!" Like that's at a certain level, like your soul dies a little bit. No, that's like you have to imply that they had a soul to begin with. Yeah, like like, I feel like most for the most part, like people like. 
that like don't have an inner world. <laughs> like I yeah. don't think that they like give up. They're fuck. just they're just lizards. Out I, in the sun. They are. They're lizards out in the sun, baking in the hot LA weather. Right, yeah. and then exactly. Hey, with I mean, a not- high of eighty four <laughs> and a low of sixty. <laughs> yeah, but it really 69. like. I think with. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I don't know why I took it back to low a place of, of local weather, but I had I don't know. No, we had to. This is, yeah, we had just to. Just called genius comedy. It's a callback. Yeah. And with <laughs> yeah. and these Republican doctors, I think because more than anything, they when you're a Republican doctor, you don't take you don't take the Hippocratic oath. You take the hypocritical motherfucker oath, where yeah. you will constantly contradict yourself and not say anything consistent. And he goes on to just saying bureaucrats can't keep us from worshiping gathering with extended family traveling near and far with friends enjoying life mask free i hope you'll join me in choosing to receive the vaccine wait wait where which one is it Mm. you're mad at them you're being like yo they fucked up huh it's like they're because they're trying to keep the energy up that biden bad still but also like let's be real all the business owners that donate to me they know people need to get vaccinated for their businesses to actually pick back up because the right. science will prevent that from happening. So I don't know. They're, I think this is the other thing, too, is they don't realize, or rather, um, yeah, they don't realize. We've constantly talked about how the Republicans' whole sort of platform of just untethering their supporters from reality is just a weird game to play because if you really need to explain something to them, they're not going to understand. Like, because right. the whole platform has been off of, nah, that ain't shit. That ain't real. Nothing's real. And you went from, okay, well, actually, now we need y'all to get the vaccine, please. Actually, that mm-hmm. that that was that was just a lot of nonsense. Or, you know what? Um, Actually, the election wasn't stolen. It mm-hmm. was just a lot of, fuck, all right, too late, huh? Hmm. Mm. Like, I don't, there's, I don't know how you come back. It's, uh, yeah, they're, they're completely fucked in terms of, like, internal cohesion and internal, like, integrity of any sort of message. I mean, I think it's like they're they can like have the worst PR plan of all time that completely just like eats its own ass and still like as long as everyone just like hates the same thing enough, like they'll just be fine because it's like all just based on like hating the same like list of things like really hardcore. Well, yeah, it's just truly all they can do now is just try and create hatred. Because yeah, they, they can't so do dark. policy. They can't do anything else. They really can't do anything else. You know, it's right. like, fuck it. We need to put hate towards trans people. Fuck it. We need to put hate towards this, the scientific community or vaccines. Because they don't have the wherewithal anymore to actually like, they're not the they're not fiscal conservatives or balancing the they're not any of that shit anymore. And like so they can't. No, it's just it's just like let's all hate the same let's all just be like incredibly hateful and hate, like hate, 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 ride hate. the hate wave. Yeah, like the player haters ball. Yeah. And just kind of dovetailing with that on uh as it relates to someone you probably know, uh maybe, or like mm-hmm. someone who you know knows. Uh Joe Rogan came out a couple days ago and I'll just read it word for word from his April twenty third episode. I hate to say that if someone's children died from this, I'm very sorry that sorry that that happened. I'm not in any way diminishing that, but I'm saying the personal experience that my children had with COVID was nothing. And then went on to tell people if they're young and healthy not to get vaccinated, which is, you know, just anti-scientific. Uh, the young are reservoirs for the virus and are powering the spread. So the only way to put the virus down is to immunize so i want to talk about just like how this interacts with 
Spotify and just like tech companies in general. Uh, the head of Spotify came out and was like, what I will say when someone asked him about this, he was like, <laughs> what well, I, I won't say. answer that. Uh, <laughs> that's implied. Will not be answering that. But what I will say uh, is we have 8 million creators and hundreds of millions of pieces of content. We have a content policy and we do remove pieces that violate it. So essentially backing what he said as like not in violation of their content policies. And also like the implication that they are too big to ethically manage their platform, uh, mm -hmm. a.k.a. like they're, you know, they're publishers of content. They're not just a platform where anybody can oh, yeah, we use hear it that however the they want. There's this new Facebook article, or it's not from Facebook, it's from a MIT Technology Review about Facebook's attempt to, like, they've been telling us they've been working on, like, a more ethical way to manage their algorithms uh, and machine learning. Uh, they put together this task force with the people who built their system that is called like ethical AI. And it's complete like this. So this person spent eight months with the person who's in charge of that, who was like the spear tip of machine learning at Facebook and like getting their uh, newsfeed to like basically learn about us, make decisions about what, uh, anybody who uses Facebook is going to find most engaging and just pushing it in a more and more outrage-focused direction that led to a whole bunch of bad shit. But he is now on the solution team. And she was like, so I spent eight months and it took me, in the eighth month, I figured out that they're not doing any of the things they claim to be doing. Like anytime I raised the central issues that would have allowed them to stop like the genocide that they were instrumental in causing. They redirected or delayed the meeting and HUD basically sued Facebook and was like, your algorithms have become racist in how they're recommending content to people like for uh, real estate. And that like violates a very specific law. And so they just put all their interest on that. And that's all they will answer questions about. And it's just, it's just basically the, like, I've been at a tech company where, like, they're struggling with the fact that the very thing that had driven all their profits to that point turns out to be, like, just drastically flawed. And, but then they don't change anything about the overarching, like, ideals behind it that, like, trickle down to the cellular structure. They just, like allow these people who are supposed to like help solve the problem in and then just like shoot them down one by one. And that's like all they know how to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, th these are really smart people who work for Facebook, but we keep seeing that being smart doesn't mean you're more likely to get to what the ethical solution is. It just allows you to kind of logically yeah. insulate do your yourself. work quicker. Right. And logically insulate yourself from, you know, make an argument within your head that allows you to justify the horrifying shit that you're doing. Um, that's why cult members often test as being more intelligent by a statistically significant margin than the average non-cult joiner, because the smarter you are, the better able you are to argue for whatever you want to believe. But oh, interesting. Yeah. So I just think that like the fact that Facebook has these super smart people at the helm like is actually standing in the way because they can find a way every day to 
you know, like the the way that people get promoted, the way people get raises, the way people get bonuses is all based on the central core statistic that Facebook cares about, which is uh, engagement. That's it. Like that. And that is shot through everything they try to do, no matter what. And the thing that produces engagement is misinformation. Like people right. are going to be more likely to listen to Joe Rogan say that like he has some theories you haven't heard before on the COVID-19 vaccine than they are to listen to the thousands of places being like, just listen to the fucking CDC. Like, and right. they can't solve that. They literally, like the tech industry will never solve that unless there is like some structural, uh, you know, oversight where like the people like Mark Zuckerberg is co-leading the company with somebody who is their entire background is like journalism and fact checking. And like that, they have 50 percent of a say in who gets promoted, who gets paid, what they get paid, who gets fired. Like that's literally the only way. And that's just not how things organize. Themselves. It's like unfixable. It's like an unfixable problem. Like they're what they are precisely profiting off of, like. They would go out of business if they like had actual ethics. Right. Right. I mean, so that was one question I was left with is like whether there's a solution here. Like if we tear it down and turn it into multiple companies like Facebook or Spotify or whatever, they would face the same problem Facebook did when uh, like one of the problems that they outlined in this MIT review article is that. Facebook got accused by the conservatives of having an anti-conservative bias. So they altered their internal rules so that a filter couldn't stop conservative news more than liberal news, oh uh, which made it so that any anti-vaccine filter uh, or any any filter that was designed to like stop anti-vaxxer shit was useless because that content was also almost exclusively coming from the conservative side. And same thing like a lot of the, uh, you know, planning around the storming of the Capitol happened on Facebook. And like they can't, you know, like if you have an inherently like ideologically corrupt thing that is rising up in the country, like among a significant part of the population, you can't be like, well, that's that's that counts, too. We have right. to be fair to them or that's the entire fucking problem. Yeah. So I don't I don't necessarily know what the solution is, but I I do think that it's worth trying a, like something where I have something. I have an idea. Yeah, let's let's just let's bring it. back MySpace. Thank you. Yeah, just bring it back. <laughs> let's go back to like 2007 Internet. Right. It's, yeah. I wonder if it's it's the concept of a feed that's really fucking it up. You know, yeah. what I mean? because you're so passively can just go to this trough of nonsense with a feed. Infinite like, infinite scroll has like destroyed everything. Like, yeah, like the, there has to be an end, or you just be like, "Oh, you want to know what's up? Navigate to that person's profile," and but, that's where the information is. Versus so, like, like mouth yeah. open scrolling. The argument that this article, this reporter for MIT makes after like spending the nine months is like every time a solution like that comes up, it they just find a way, and it's not just the people within Facebook; it's the people whose entire livelihood is driven by finding ways to make their Money information of more uh, engaging. And so they find a way around the AI. So 
it's like any single solution like that. It it really needs to be at the central, like this is the central motivation of this company cannot be growth. And that is like what makes Facebook so massive is that they are singularly focused on growth. And another detail that she points out is she's like, this is not the first article that's been that had this exact motive, like of looking into how they're addressing this. The New York Times did one and it ended up being like a really. uh, So it says in May of 2019, Facebook granted a series of interviews with uh, to The New York Times, which rewarded the company with a humanizing profile of a sensitive, well-intentioned executive striving to overcome the technical challenges of filtering out misinformation and hate speech from a stream of content that amounted to billions of pieces a day. Um, Because like the New York Times is just like any of these other publishers that Facebook has been on the brink of putting out of business for years. Like they rely on Facebook to an incredible degree. So like you can't, that's another way that this is getting deaded. Like you we know that they enabled a genocide. Like you'd think that that would be front page news nonstop. The fact that they're not doing anything to solve it. But then my business can be affected by reporting the news because they control such a right. large share of eyeballs on their platform that I've actually been rendered inert yes. as anything because of this whole fucking setup. Right. Yeah. But anyways, it's it's I, I don't have a solution but it it seems like the only thing would be like some drastic censuring of facebook to like basically be a completely different company and that's not going to happen without like radical radical change and also fuck joe rogan yeah fuck that guy yeah hey come on man he's he's pretty buff we did we did get some uh somebody who I guess is a listener of both our shows uh, or pays attention, I guess, to people who cover Joe Rogan was saying that he had talked uh, early on in his show about doing like testosterone replacement therapy. Uh, oh. And that might have something to do with why. Uh, yeah, he, he looked is... like he fell into a bunch of ooze from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> right. Well, like the middle age version. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's. It's, I mean, kind of all, it's kind of impressive. He also like for anyone who listens to that show for like the kinds of trippy people he would have on that would say things like, you know, don't think we're all not the same. Like we're all individuals and we have to respect that to then apply that to be like, yeah, well, my kid didn't get it. So you should use that and apply that to your life because my child didn't have like, you don't even you're not even hearing the shit you say. You don't believe it. And it's just become someone's trippy older brother's garage to smoke weed in where you hear weird shit and then you get freaked out and leave. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about the Zoom effect. And we're back. And like we said, uh, former President Donald Trump is apparently listening to the show because on yesterday's episode, we talked about how uh, the brand is slipping and. Sure enough, today he's gonna he's planning his next moves to uh, shore up the base. He wants rallies, baby. Yeah. CNN did this piece where it reads like CNN was. It's it sounds like CNN had to like make good for a bunch of shit to get this <laughs> access because they're describing the president or the former president like a dude who does shit and is right. engaged with 
you know, anything. Uh, but I'll just read this first part because they're describing sort of what the vibe is at Mar-a-Lago and like how he's very busy now uh, with his aides. Quote, together they decide which Republican candidates he will meet with at his office, a converted bridal suite above Mar-a-Lago's 20,000 square foot ballroom, and whether they deserve his support. Often he'll ask for updates on his leadership pack and political operation or spend hours chatting by phone with a cadre of old friends. Okay. Oh, my God. I love that his office is in a converted former Bridal's. bridal suite. <laughs> right. Like, Imagine. he's just doing, like, whatever the fuck he does in the same spot where, like, bridesmaids were getting, like, blackout drunk and, like, trying to, like, puke before walking down the aisle. <laughs> right, like, right, exactly. <laughs> As he plays That's Kingmaker. That's so good. Overlooking um, the ballroom, just, like, watching yeah, people. Yeah, I think because like... it's probably, like, it needed to be, it has to have double doors and two sets of doors. So once they come in, then there's another area. Where they right. come in and you hold them and then we'll build tension and then you bring them into the main office where I will be having my back turned to them looking out upon my marvelous <laughs> estate and I'll be like, oh, you again, is it Rubio? <laughs> and that'll be, that's the vibe I'm going for. So, so funny. The whole thing is like, so when you read that, you're like, man, don't act like he's fucking, you know, doing West Wing shit, rifling through papers, doing walk and talks. Fuck that. Um, but they do also point out that this dude will play 27 holes of golf multiple times a week. So <laughs> there is some there is some level of just objective reporting of what's happening. Um, but then the rallies, though, he said, quote, recently, Trump has initiated discussions about resuming the signature MAGA rallies that fortified his nascent political movement in 2016 and continued throughout his presidency. Well, he has vowed to travel to Alaska to campaign against Murkowski and is said to be interested in hosting campaign events for some of the candidates he's already endorsed. Aides said uh, the, the logistics are still being worked out, but he could resume rallies as early as May puke. So, you know, <laughs> oh he sees himself as the barometer for the party now, and that's what he's trying to do. And I think the rallies are truly like his one f way back to being relevant because Twitter has completely made him vanish. He's also got to move merch. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't done a big merch push in a while. Yeah. yeah. Like he's, he's probably like needs the money. He found that it's more uh, profitable to just threaten his supporters in like weird emails where it's like, we heard you turned your back on the president, asshole. I, I'm looking at his shop just to see like what kind of because remember, like there was there were straws and shit to get people all being like, yeah, you don't like straws. Try these Trump straws. He's still selling straws. Wow. He got MAGA hats. Uh, then the new yard sign. Don't blame me. I voted for Trump. Great. <laughs> Actually, Sad. I think that shit is genius. Yeah. <laughs> to walk around with it. Hey, don't blame me. I voted for Trump. Oh, okay. Um, and then like there's a thing called the Trump Freedom hat that looks like a trucker's cum. It's just like a golden eagle with stars and it's like the most aggro American man shit wow. I've ever seen. And I hate to bring truckers into it. But yeah. Uh, there isn't Tru that yeah, much. Yeah, don't merch. insult truckers. Come that way. Yeah, truckers have beautiful come. Yeah, that's some true. of the best. Some of some the, the best. best. Some of the strongest. <laughs> yeah, so it's just all very um overpriced and made in China. Uh -huh. So yeah, he. Um, we'll see what he. And ultimately, I think the people that make merch are like the black dudes who you see at the at the MAGA rallies who are really hustling. Those right. are always my favorite people. They're like, yo, bro, it's a grind, but I will move all these Trump flags to these racist <laughs> white people, and they somehow aren't aware that I'm a person of color selling it to them. Yeah. So we'll keep our eyes and ears tuned to see if he moves.
I think he's like, I think he's most, I think Trump is mostly like bored of being like the, the Mickey Mouse character at Mar-a-Lago that everyone wants to take a picture with. Like, I feel like that can, that could only sustain him for so long. Like, right. all the like, can you know, like he crashes like every wedding and gives a speech. Like right. I've seen the videos, like it's like the funniest thing of all time, but like that's got to get old after how long has it been? Like three months, four but months? does it? Yeah. Does it right? If well, he, I think if he's showing up to a wedding and everyone's like, "Ah, it's really him," and he can just like take the mic for hours and hours, like, <laughs> I, um, can you, it's, that's it's his not scam a bad too? life. It's not a bad life. I if I had like a whole place dedicated to me, I would crash right. all the weddings and yeah, be, like a, oh, a yeah. little celebrity. It's Jake LaMotta at the end of Raging Bull and uh, De Niro's <laughs> character at the end of Casino. It's like that. That is where a certain type of like criminally toxic narcissism lands you is like that is the solution just people it's motherfuckers it's like motherfuckers in. that graduated and go back to their high school yes exactly it's the same energy it's that big big scene big yeah you remember me huh <laughs> yeah well now i'm 20 and i still live with my mom uh but yeah you remember me remember hey you know that banner hanging up in the gym that's cousin me all right wow that's so Trump's vibe. He's like a super senior. Yeah, exactly. And that's all he he hasn't grown past that. So it's just this really lame version of going back to the football games and walking the track and being like, hey, wow. Man. Yeah, I'm back. I got the jacket still fits. Huh? <laughs> What's up, Coach McNabb? <laughs> it's truly wild how much he has been diminished by being banned from Twitter. Like that is I. I don't know. That that's another thing that just continues to make me interested in like cuz I feel like it's become cool to be like, oh, social media is like bullshit. It's not like the problem because, you know, people are going to say what they're going to say, but like just his their ability to just like ban him and completely change the texture of the fucking country is pretty pretty wild. It seems yeah. like very small changes to uh how information spreads is uh, like can have drastic impact. And I think, it, yeah, I mean, also every journalist is just looking at Twitter. So if like Trump's not on it, yeah, like, right. it's just like not news. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Like, yeah, journalists are looking at Twitter and if he's not there, then it's like up to the media matters folks who have to just mainline a bunch of Fox News and Newsmax and shit. Like, oh, shit. There he is. There he is. Oh, fuck. He popped up here and he said some weird shit. Right. Um, and, it, and even then, it's like the same old thing, which is like, yeah, Joe Biden is completely it's a failure for for uh, there to be a healthy version of social media. You need like people who like right people from right wing watch like as important as Mark Zuckerberg. All right, uh, let's talk about another technological impact. This one that we're actually coming back from a a long stop down because Zoom is fucking us. But it, this is something people are talking about called the Zoom effect. Yeah. Wherein we have been looking at our own faces for way too long during this pandemic. And we've had enough time to uh, all develop... Uh, body facial dysmorphia and yeah. there is now a big uptick in cosmetic surgery yeah there's this uh sort of study or i don't know the article in the business of fashion so it's like sort of tracking all kinds of trends good or bad sort of around this and yeah uh there is a, a new survey saying of a thousand women one in ten indicated they're more interested in cosmetic surgery 
uh, now uh, more than they were before the pandemic. And one quarter of respondents who had a procedure in the past said they would like additional work done as, as it relates to the pandemic. And I think in the beginning, this this Zoom effect is really just brought up by like plastic surgeons who are like, I'm seeing a lot of things like early in the lockdown. It was all facial things. So it right. was like fillers, getting your wrinkles done, an eye lift mm-hmm. because people were so focused on their own faces in Zoom or people just saw themselves a lot more than I think they were used to. And then. That died off. And now because things are evolving with vaccines, there's a secondary wave and the interest is all centered around what they call procedures below the Zoom line. So that's like anything with like liposuction or tummy tucks. That's like the new wave. Yeah. That people want to just sort of address like weight gain. Now it was the face. Now it's like this post pandemic weight gain. It's all very toxic. Uh, But they all think they're all thinking that part of it, too, is that this because there's still social distancing, the healing process can also be more discreet and you don't have to go out and explain to people like if you were you know, missing from somewhere or whatever. And yeah, so that's what we're dealing with now is this Zoom effect. I mean, this is real. Like I know people who have like gone into plastic surgery like because of the pandemic or like this was the time to do it if they were thinking about doing it already, like mm-hmm. and they went and got procedures. I mean, I've been thinking about pumping my face full of Botox. I'm ready for it. I think <laughs> I think um I think it's good. I'm pro plastic surgery. I'm pro injecting everything you want to inject. Like I mean, I'm anti like feeling bad about yourself. Sure. Like, sure. but like I You're I pro agency. I get this. I, I totally get it. Like I have like I I completely understand it. I also like I get the like we're just living like in like the digital world so much. Like yeah. I would love a procedure to just like upload myself into the internet. Like I don't need regular life anymore. Like I figured it out. Like I don't want a body. I'll just, I'm down to just be uploaded. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking <laughs> about that very thing this morning. Yeah. 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 Bodies are a real pain in the ass. Who needs them? Yeah. I mean, uh, only for, only for 69ing really. That's the only right. reason I can think of. Yeah. And even then, just change the binary from zeros and ones to sixes and nines, and I'm right. there. <laughs> yes, that's this is that's exactly what I'm talking about. If yeah. we can change binary code to sixes and nines, upload my consciousness to Megaphone, Libsyn, uh, iTunes, Spotify, whatever you got to do, get me out of here. I'm done. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing, what's interesting is overall. I mean, like the, the article is weird because they said surprise, like you know. Procedures went down in 2020 overall. It's like, yeah, because it was a lockdown. And for a while, we were only doing absolutely med- like necessary medical procedures. So I don't know. If- and they don't really mention that. They just say like there was a, t- a trend, like there were 14% less procedures being done. But the one thing they do point out, the one things that increased over 2019 in terms of procedures were butt and pec implants. Increased, huh? Yeah. So people That's wanted new butts. And people really? wanted them swole chests, I guess, because it wasn't breast augmentation. This is for male pec pectoral implants. Wow. That goes yeah. exactly against what I would expect because butt implants, wouldn't that hurt for a long time when you're sitting? Like, all I do is sit. That would that would kill. Just be able to lay on your stomach, man. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I guess, mean, uh, why would you be on your sitting... stomach and then you got two cakes behind your head? Like, exactly. Just sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Why waste a butt by sitting on it when you That's could just true. be doing like a like a squat 
selfie yeah, into the exactly. mirror. Looking back at it. That I, if I if I got my butt if I ever got my butt done I would just be permanently stuck in the like squat with the phone behind me into right. the mirror selfie pose. Yeah. I just that would be what I would look like twenty four seven. Right. And also I would get the kind of butt implants too that the cheeks were so big up top that like it folds into my lower back. So yes. I could right. also create a new like fold to put like pieces of paper in. Yeah. And like yes. you know, like a peacock with my butt cheek. Flaps yeah. and stuff. A lot of people it's put solid. their pencil behind their ear. I got a whole new solution to that. You know, it's convenient. <laughs> it's convenient. We have the technology. Yeah. <laughs> we to have make the technology. <laughs> we have the technology. We've got to seize it. Yeah. I also feel like one thing that could be going on is like it's a good time to get the rest involved in recovering, right? Like because you're mm-hmm. not around other people. And then also, I just feel like. I am generally in much worse shape than I've ever been in my life because of the pandemic. I'm assuming it's because of the pandemic. Could also be because I'm 40 now and old. But that, I don't know. I feel like maybe people are just in, like, I don't necessarily buy that it's fully Zoom-based. I don't either. I think, like, people are thinking about their lives. They're, like, reflecting on themselves. They are have more free time to just like think. And I'm I've come to this conclusion in the pandemic that one of the most important things I care about is being hot. <laughs> and yeah. I don't think I'm alone in that. I think being hot is fun and that's why it's a priority for me. There you go. <laughs> above almost anything else is I wear the color yellow and I try to be hot and it makes life better. And you simplified it, too. You're not trying to tick all these boxes. You're like, okay, I wake up, wear yellow, be hot, done. Thanks. Done. <laughs> then I can go to bed. I don't have anything yeah. else I need to right. do that day. Up at yeah. 6 a.m., in bed by 7 a.m. I'm, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Those are the only two things that matter to me. On but I mean, like, grind. I think it's like, I think, you know, when I say, like, being hot, I think, like, it, you don't need, like, any you know, medical intervention necessarily, but beyond if that, check, it, but beyond peck and butt beyond, implants. of course, the obvious right. ones that we all need to be getting, <laughs> which are peck and butt, but like, yeah, I get it. I totally get this. I don't think it has anything to do with zoom. And I think it has everything to do with like, everyone's horny and wants to be hot and 69ing by June 9th. And like, so for some people that means getting some Juvederm, yeah, getting yeah. some eyebrow threads. Look, get if that, you're, and like the beauty of 69ing, it's, it's, you don't have, you don't look, it's, you're focused. You know what I mean? You don't have time to really look at all this other stuff. You know, you got to have your head in the game. So you don't necessarily have to look your hottest, you know, just have your mouth. Yeah. Just get those exercises yeah. done. You know what yeah. I mean? Do you guys do the Zoom thing, the improve my appearance, touch up my appearance filter on Zoom? No, I've not. Do you I know? You rem- know about it though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I also heard about it because Jack was talking about, doing meetings with somebody he suspected of always darkening their eyebrows on zoom oh yeah that's the thing it wasn't suspecting he at it's one confirmed. point turned and his oh, eyebrows right. didn't turn with him i love that i yeah. love that yeah i do think like maybe that would be the thing because it's like if you're so used to your touched up appearance and then you look in the mirror and you're like oh like oh. i need a filter for real life <laughs> What sort there of- is we can give our, ourselves filters in the form of like injectables. It's like very easy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think at the end of the day, uh, to go outside for a little bit, get used to the world again. And then if, if you feel like you're 
your digital form that is haunting you that you still want to bring that into real life, you know, then do that. But shit, mm. I know like there is such a, it true, like you're saying, like you do get stuck in this idea of digital life because it's, it's having to replace traditional physical proximity. So now we're used to working over Zoom and putting our thoughts out there through the social media or whatever. And that's how we communicate. But it's like, I think part of that too is really trying to begin to ease yourself back out of that, of having to normalize that and remembering like you're in your body too. And not yeah. just like whatever the video clip is of you being reflected back to you in your phone. Or the opposite plan, which is just fully be online and never yeah. come back. Right. Never Upload come your back. consciousness Get- to the net. Give yourself over, baby. It's time. Let's all join the cloud. It's fun up here. <laughs> this is the real me. What you guys yeah. are seeing, if you saw me in person, like that's not me. This is no. this is it. That's an my Android. physical body. My physical body is 69ing. My consciousness <laughs> is now on the internet. Mm. <laughs> oh my God. I want that life. <laughs> it's like the Matrix, but all the battery pods are just couples 69ing. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. Incredible. Does the Zoom article mention the looming 69 at the end of the tunnel? Where we No, all... it doesn't. No. Huh. Because they're I ignorant. mean, yeah. That's they don't they don't get it. We're then. truth seekers like Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? We understand <laughs> what's, what's coming. <laughs> Kate, it has been such a pleasure having you on Daily Zeitgeist. Yeah, this was a blast. Where can people find you, follow you, hear you, all that good stuff? I'm everywhere at Kate Raft. And um I have a Twitch talk show every morning at 7 a.m. Pacific, twitch.tv slash jackam. I also do a podcast about celebrities called Hot and Rich, which is everywhere you can get podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And I also do another podcast called This Podcast is Self-Care. And that's it. Those are my plugs. There you go. Nice. What is, uh, like, on the Hot and Rich podcast, what's, like, one of, one of your favorite episodes that you guys have done? Or? Um, I mean, I... I recently did a breakdown about why I think the Kardashians are poor and they're running out of money and <laughs> there's a whole scam going Damn. on. It's all about to collapse at any second. So any of those episodes, you should check those out. Nice. nice. Uh, and is there a tweet or some of the work of social media you've been enjoying? I have no idea who this is, but it's this Instagram account called Affirmations with three Fs. So it's like <laughs> affirmations and they just make like weird memes of affirmations. And it, it honestly is like, it's everything. I love it. I am I'm not lying love. in bed all day, but it's, it's, a, it's like a picture of a minion saying, I'm not lying in bed all day. Like I, I look at these every that morning rules. and it, it's, I fucking love it. <laughs> I am extremely I, beautiful today. Oh, was that? that someone from frozen? I think so. I think it's like some Disney princess. It's just great. I love I love this weird affirmations Instagram account. I just like the minion like just declaring like, I am not lying in bed all day. Like, yeah, fuck it. The minion can do it. Miles, where can people find you? What's the tweet you've been enjoying? Twitter, Instagram, Miles of Gray. Also the other podcast, 420 Day Fiance. And I maybe you just have to change this to 69 Day Fiance. And just watch the whole fucking tone explode. <laughs> right I, that it, quick it could pivot. be a good. It could be a good branding opportunity. Six, just some A/B testing. It. Just some yeah. six nine testing, real quick. There you go. Some tweets that I like. First, I just want to shout out Cody Ziegler because he just, you know, he's been working on the uh, Spider Man, new Spider Man, Miles Morales comics. His first uh, issue is out today, so what? please check out Cody Ziegler. Yeah, he wrote a fucking Spider Man comic. 
Okay, so That's check great. this man's workout. Fantastic, uh, you know, friend of the show. Uh, and there's some yeah. tweets that I like. First one's from Dana Donnelly at Dana Donnelly, D-O-N-L-Y. She's tweeted, I'm in a group text with my mom and her tax lady, and I used too many exclamation points. And her tax lady sent my mom a separate text asking if I am, quote, using cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know with all the exclamation points. Um, another one, at Dueling Axis. Uh, tweeted me, my writing is so bad. Disney, somehow Palpatine returned. Me, my writing is pretty good, actually. Uh, <laughs> it's a good good thing to keep in mind. Another one is from Bob, which is at Bob, because the whole vibe is just old man tweets. And at Bob tweeted, just ate an ice cream sandwich in 20 seconds while holding the freezer door open so Yo. my kids couldn't see what I was doing. I almost did that one, but that hits way too close to home, man hiding my junk food intake from my kids. So oh, it's, wait, it, is that to not inspire curiosity to then have to share with them or like explain to them? A little you just bit of both, Miles, a little right. bit of both. Don't want to model that behavior to them. Uh, also, deep shame uh, that right. I'm just housing an entire pint of ice cream. Damn, standing up with the freezer door open? Yeah, or over the sink. Yeah. Oh, Things are well, good, though. That's responsible. Yeah, I mean a pint over the sink. At least you're worried. Like you're trying, you're being careful about the drip and shit like that. So, yeah, it doesn't help. It's all over the place, yeah. man. Hey, look, man, I tried <laughs> to make you feel good about it. <laughs> I tried, man. That's on you. Sorry, man. That's nothing. Nothing's getting me out of <laughs> <Yeah>. this one. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. A couple tweets I enjoyed. Chris Laker uh, at Chris Laker must be uh, part of the family that owned the Lakers. Uh, there are two Rogans within you and you decide to either feed the Seth or the Joe. Mm. And then Emma Roller retweeted an article that said people who ate French fries or hash browns two to three times a week were more likely to die early, according to one study. And she asked, how many fries do I need to eat to die immediately? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song we think you might enjoy. Miles, what is your recommendation for today? Oh, man. I just want to, I was just singing something. In my as I was cleaning my house, I was thinking of the album uh, "Yardcore" by the Born Americans and the specific track "Send My Love." So I want to go out by "Send My Love" from Born Americans. And if you know this song, I send you my love with a dozen roses. Make sure that you knows it. This shit will. Br- I've, I thought I was in fucking middle school again. So I'm taking y'all back with me. This is Born Americans with "Send My Love." Hell yeah. Uh, We suggest you go listen to that. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for this morning. We're back this afternoon to tell you what's trending. We'll talk to y'all then. Bye. Bye.